player two has joined the game. Hey yo, what's up everybody? Welcome to episode 45 of the Two Player Co-op Podcast. As always, I'm one your host, here Kevin, along with my brother from my mother, Sean. My cadence was off on that one. I don't know what I was trying like, to do there. I am. Probably Kevin you, with my. Would have been nice if we, had, from an, uh, if we had the echo effect going or their something mother. there. But. What? The Kevin from your mother? Is that what you said? <laughs> I think I got all the words in there. Uh, How are we doing? Good. I want to try this. So this was this past weekend was my 35th birthday. God help me. Uh, this guy right here hooked me up with some Woodford Reserve rye whiskey and the right bitters. I got the Angostura bitters now. No more of the orange. I thought about putting both in it, but I'm like, no, this is the way it's supposed to be done. So I'm going to try this. I can do them both another time. Don't mess with the classic. Yeah. To Cheers. me. To get and him too, because he just had his birthday too. So. Oh yeah. Oh, that's good. That's good. Again. That's good. Uh, old fashions. If you're if you're listening, you should be watching us on YouTube. Here. Yeah, but old fashions are our drink. So this was rye whiskey, uh, two ounces of that, some Angostura bitters, a little bit of simple syrup, and a orange peel, and that's it. That's all it should be. No muddled up cherries and all this other crap and all this other stuff. But if you know us, but if you've been listening to us, you know that we know old fashions and we love old fashions. We take them seriously. We do. There's no joking matter. It's not at all. Yeah, this was my birthday this past weekend. But before that, Cubs win. Hey, hey. <laughs> if the moon was made out of cheese, would you eat it? <laughs> hey. I, if, if I was a hot dog, would you <laughs> slather me with ketchup? I love how we don't even do Harry Carey. We do Will Ferrell. <laughs> we do Will Ferrell's <laughs> Harry Carey. I don't even remember what real Harry Carey sounded like at this nothing point because like Will that. Ferrell is just ingrained in my brain like that. when Saturday Night Live was still good. Speaking of Saturday Night Live, we're recording this on a Monday night. You'll probably you'll be watching this on Wednesday. My point is, <laughs> speaking of we're, we're getting there. SNL, the election was last night. We don't know what happened. God help us all, no matter what does. I'll just say that. But so. half of you are probably angry. We're probably all, everybody Nobody, should be nobody's, angry. There, this is a small percentage of people who are going to be truly happy. I think it is a very is small percentage no matter who wins. So we'll we'll see what happens, but who cares. Cubs won the World Series. Never thought I would see it. It was fantastic. Best baseball game you've ever seen in your lifetime? I'm not a huge baseball fan. Right. So really you're comparing it to Yankees games. Exactly, yeah. Um Other than, I mean, obviously, it's a big homer. The only thing I could think of to compare it to would be like a Wells or Cone perfect game. But even that was just regular but it's season. Just, yeah. Right. I mean, it's probably the best game to me, I've seen. Yeah, to me it is. What I'm glad, because my answer, if somebody asked me, what's the best baseball game you've ever seen? Before this, it was Game 7, Diamondbacks-Yankees, even, even though, though we lost. ended poorly. That game was just amazing. And the fact that Gonzalez, even though he was roided out, shouldn't have counted, um, got that hit up the middle, that little bloop up the middle off Mariano. Mariano had never blown a save. You know what I mean? I don't want to go back there. But this was now by far the best game I've ever seen. No, it had had everything. I mean, I know you and I rooting for the the Cubbies, so we got what we want. But not because we hate Cleveland. Right, yeah. It would have been awesome if they won too. It's just, come on. If you're you're not from Cleveland – 
you had to have been rooting for the Cubbies. Right. And even if you are from Cleveland and you make hundreds of millions of dollars and you're very clearly a Yankees fan, you can pretend like you're a Cleveland fan for that one game. But did you see who called him out on it? Uh, Ruflo. I didn't see that, but try again. Uh, Second City Sun, former WWE world champion, Mr. Chick Magnet Punk called him out for it. Really? Yeah. They, which supposedly, nobody knows for sure, but that's what we th- everybody thinks the CM stands for is Chick Magnet Punk. And so I he called him out. They, they like, uh, if you couldn't make it, by the way, five million people went to the parade. Holy crap. Yeah. I didn't even, how many people does Chicago have? Five million and one? I mean, Probably. it was like every, I don't know how, how did anybody go to work that day? Why? They should have no, just I'm waited sure one did. day. They should have yeah. waited one day and just done on Saturday. But anyways, yeah, they were also showing it on TV. So that sucks for Punk that he wasn't like there. But I mean, they were broadcasting from there or something. But yeah, he called him out. He's like, it's funny how LeBron is, you know, Yankees. Eight, six months ago, everybody was getting on him in Cleveland because he's wearing his Yankee stuff. And now all of a sudden Cleveland's in the World Series and they're up three to one. And he's like, all Cleveland all day or whatever he is. And he's flexing and all this. CM Punk called him out for it. Please come back, CM Punk. We need you. Yeah. But no, back to the game. Um, I mean, Cubbies jump out to an early lead. Madden makes some questionable. Everything he calls. did in that series was questionable. Oh my god! Um, Indians climb back into it right at the end. We have a chance to maybe win it in the top of the ninth. We drop a bunt and he's out. Then we pop out, go into extras. We Why nice do you try rain delay? Why do you try a safety squeeze with two strikes on in the ninth inning? That was stupid. what are you doing? And they're like, well, I don't know if that was Joe Madden or not. Like, no, no that was you really think? I think it was by. Was it Baez or was I it, it Baez? You really think Baez is all of a sudden going to go? Oh, now there's two strikes. I think now I'll I'll try a right, safety yeah. squeeze. No, yeah, that had Madden. That was Madden. I felt so bad for Aroldis Chapman. By the way, I'm glad he got his World Series. Yeah, I hope he comes back to us now. That's I think that's been the plan all along. Is we'll pay him whatever he needs. Um, that guy's arm was about to fall off. You know, oh, I'm sure, but. Yeah, and you mentioned the rain delay. I was going to say up till three in the morning. That was the most that rain delay to stop. I wouldn't have cared. And well, yeah, and they need that was they like needed that. that was that God happen, saying that was God saying, Chicago, I got you. I got Remember, you. I still hate Cleveland. Yeah. I got you. God hates Cleveland. Collect yourself. Less you're going to be fine. Yeah. So yeah. Sorry, I'm still sorry. tremendous game. I you couldn't have written it better. Game seven, Cubs. Indians. It would have been better if it was if at it was, Chicago. But oh, God. Game 7, World Series, Chicago Cubs, extra innings, rain delay, like all and the drama they, you could possibly ask right. for. Right, and it had to go extra innings. It, that, that could not have been a blowout. Even when they went up 5-1 or whatever it was, I was like, there's no way that this is how it's going to end because they right. are the Cubs. There's just no way. And then it ended. It, it, oh, it was so much fun. And they should be good. They should be good for a while. They should be. The only They got David Ross is retiring. And Chapman's a free agent. Other than that, everybody's back. I've been thinking basically since he debuted. Man, I can't wait to see how good Mr. Chris Bryant looks in pinstripes. Well, now I'm not so sure he leaves. I mean, I don't know when his contract's up, but he's from Vegas, so it's not like other than no. But the Yankees this, will. Well, I right. Mean, he's he could be sacrilege. I know he has a chance to be the next Jeter. The next face of the Yankees yeah because he's a good dude who I still think we're gonna sign next summer and I've been saying it ever since he broke in the majors I, I absolutely so. love him as Bryce Harper yeah but you could put I, him at right field then you put Chris Bryant if at you third. get both of them 
That's that's your three four hitters. My gosh, are you kidding me? Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Fantastic win. They got to change something, but go Cubbies. Yeah. Couldn't be happier for them. I was telling somebody, I think it was Brittany. I was telling somebody, I have never been, in my life, I have never been so happy at the result of one game that did not (laughs) include a team that I was a fan. Not that I'm not a fan of the Cubs. I mean, I'm not going to go all bandwagon here. I'm not... I've been rooting for them. I'm not a. I'm not a fan. Chicago. I'll let you have this, but yeah, you know, I've never been so happy at the result I, of a game that was not a Yankees or Giants. I mean, I mean, those are the big two. So well, but then I, I, I damn near cried when Syracuse beat Kansas. Well, yeah, Syracuse, and when Texas, yeah, when Texas beat USC, because I just remember, I just the, the Texas game. I remember more than anything because I remember calling Dad. I was sitting. Jess had gone to bed. I was sitting out in the living room in the dark when when Vince scored and everything. And I called Dad because it was oh five, um, and he was just like, "I he's like I can't." He's like, "I think I'm about to cry." The Eyes of Texas is coming on. I can't even talk. I just don't. This is just the best thing ever. And I hung up and I was like, "This is just it was awesome." I will never ever forget that day. But yes, I I, I can't remember any game championship or anything. There was not a. It didn't yeah. involve a team you follow. I've right. never been happier in my life. No, there's, so, yeah. that's awesome. It was awesome. <sighs> um, Wonder Woman trailer came out. Yes. I. Sorry, I'm closing out a whole bunch of Minecraft games and stuff. I really hope that it's as good as it looks like it's going to be because it looks like it's going to be awesome. And I just really hope that it is. And I saw some quotes today about somebody that's associated with Justice League, and they're saying it's unlike anything Zack Snyder's done. They heard the fans, all this other stuff, blah, blah, blah. I just really hope it's true. Really hope it's true. Wonder Woman looks great. Anything you want to add? I, I mean, I don't think we saw a whole lot of new stuff, and, and the humor worked other than the end, like, hey, I like to have fisticuffs if I have to or whatever. I was like, that's a little corny, but Chris Pine's awesome, although it just makes me think he should have been Green Lantern. Because when they started this and they were going to do this universe and there's going to be Lantern, I was like, oh, Chris Pine would be perfect. Like, he's a big enough star from the Star Trek movies and other stuff. Yeah. You put him as Hal Jordan, it'd be awesome. I don't want to see Tyrese. I just don't. Like, I want it to be Chris Pine. But there's time travel and stuff now with Flash. Who, who, maybe they can go back in the past, save him, and bring him back to 2016. And I don't have any idea. Maybe then he gets yeah. the ring. Who knows? But I don't know. Um <coughs> I'm looking forward to it. I have my concerns. I mean, everything I've seen looks awesome. It yeah. looks like it's going to be good. But at the same time, I'm like, can she... Can she carry a movie? Carry a movie, yeah. That's, well, that's another reason I think it's good that Chris Pine's in there, because he can. Right, yeah. And it seems like they're going to be 1-1-A one, one in that. But again, I'm I'm going into this very reserved, because I still say to this day, the best movie trailer I have ever seen was that first main Batman versus Superman one where we see Bruce running into the debris and the music swells and all this stuff. And yeah. that's how the fever starts and all this stuff. I'm like, this is going to be... like I remember having conversations with Rasan. I was like, this is going to be at least an 80 on Rotten Tomatoes. Maybe even 90. Like, they can't screw this up. And then I got a 27. So, I'm going to go in with more realistic expectations than I did for... BVS and Suicide Squad. 
Yeah, I think this is... I'm looking forward to it. I'm a little... I don't want to say worried. I'm I'm keeping my expectations in check. Yeah. I guess it's yeah, the best way to put it. As you should for any piece of media. <laughs> Book, movie, game, anything. Final Fantasy XV comes out in three weeks, by the way. <laughs> Keep your expectations in check. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I'm looking forward to it. The new trailer didn't didn't really add or take away from that at all. Yeah. I thought it looked good before, and I think it still looks really good now. Right, yeah. Speaking of movies, all right. So, I saw Doctor Strange. Oh, you mean you saw Inception 2? Um, I don't... The Matrix 4. I think I'm going to really touch on any spoilers, but <coughs> I'll throw it out there. If you haven't seen it and you really want to, I skip don't forward a few minutes. It was good. It, it was, was fine. I don't. I don't really know anything... Or I didn't know anything about Doctor Strange going in. Um, I think Cumberbatch was a good. I mean, I think he he plays it well. They kept wait as I just when kind of funny did their review. Nick kept calling him Cumberbatch, and I'm like, <laughs> what? I was like, how do you go from just Cumberbatch to Cumberbatch? And I was like, am I hearing things? And he said it like two or three times, and it just made me laugh. So continue. Benjamin Cumberbund. Yeah, like it's a Cumberbund <laughs> Cumberbatch. Um. I don't know. It was. I didn't know anything about him. I think he he was a fantastic choice for him. As I'm watching the movie, I'm thinking, I don't know that I've ever actually seen Cumberbund in anything. Cumberbund. <laughs> I didn't even Sorry, do that. I, did. I shouldn't have said anything. I don't think I've ever actually seen Cumberbatch in anything before. I didn't see Imitation Game. I didn't see Zoolander Two. I don't think many people did. I didn't I don't see. Think, uh, literally, I don't think anybody saw. I forgot uh, that actually came out until you I just haven't said seen that. Sherlock, even though it's supposed to be right. really good. Technically, I never. Was, saw, did you see Star Trek? And um, yeah, did you see Lord, Star Trek too? Uh, Hobbit, which yeah. I saw the first one, but eh. I never saw it. I saw the first one. I love Star Trek. I love the first one. Is that Into Darkness? Yeah, I didn't see that. Um, Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy, whatever. I didn't see that. I've never seen him in anything. I don't think. Um. But he was really good. It was a cool story, I guess. I like the whole the story about how he became Doctor Strange, I guess. But then once, I don't know, I just never really bought into the whole, I don't know, it just seemed like he went from, oh, I'm a doctor, to, oh, I'm a superhero, like that. And then all of a sudden he's, I don't know. All and powerful. I like... Mads Mikkelsen, I don't get, I don't get all the hullabaloo about him. He's uh, he's got a good look, like a bad guy look. Right. He's 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 perfect to be the bad guy, which I still think he's some he's gonna be a bad guy in Star uh, Star Wars somehow. Um, he's in it. Yeah, he's what's her name's father. Oh, that's right. Like in the this, sorry, I was thinking episode eight. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. He's Jin Erso's daddy. Yeah, Jin, yeah. you're right. Sorry. Um, but yeah, visually, it was the coolest. Did you see it in 3D? No, okay. but I almost wish I did. This is I, what I've heard is people say 3D. this is like the one movie that actually deserves this a is 3D the one you release. Probably yeah. see in 3D. Um, visually, it was unlike anything I've ever seen before. It was, it was more impressive than Inception. It was, yeah, yeah. It made Inception. 
look like... Don't say Jurassic Park 3. No, I was okay. going to say, like, I don't even know what... Right. Like... iMovie. Like, uh... Compared to ILM. <laughs> All right, the, let's What's the... Not Land Before Time, but what's the... Land Before Time old, was fantastic. Oh, Journey I know. The, the, uh, yeah, like the old dinosaur thing. It looked yeah, like, yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah. It just looked... Not that it oh, looked... Oh, God. What not that Inception didn't look good, but they just took what they did and just turned it up to 11. Like, it was oh, just insane. it's going to drive me nuts. Um, but story-wise, again, like, I like the story of Stephen Strange better than I did doctor strange like i don't really buy him he did well but then here's where i'll get into the spoilers for like a minute do you Fast care forward one minute i'm not gonna see this movie no. the bad guy is like basically a former doctor strange like somebody that was also taught by the the ancient one that taught doctor strange and then he kind of went rogue and said oh i'm gonna be a bad guy and then on top of that there's this like God kind of creature. I can't remember what its name is, but who's like... Is its name Mads Mikkelsen? <laughs> <laughs> no. And so the story... I mean, the whole thing... There's never like this big triumphant... I mean, they fight during the movie. And then the big climactic scene... Yeah, I heard that. He just kind of goes and then he like tricks the, the big guy into like this like time paradox kind of thing. And he's like, all right, I'm going to negotiate with you. He's like, oh, I'll kill you. And then he kills him. And then he comes back. He's like, hey, I'm here to negotiate. Oh, I kill you. And then, oh. And he just, like, keeps showing up. And he, like, can't kill Doctor Strange because he does something with the time. And then it's basically like, okay, we're going to negotiate. And you get rid of him. And I'll, I'll stop doing this to you. And he's like, <laughs> okay. And then he kills him. And then everything's back to normal. So the end fight was kind of, I mean, there, there was no fight. It was a good movie. I would put it behind Civil War, Winter Soldier, Avengers. Batman with Superman Ultimate Edition. Maybe Avengers All the Dark Knight two. movies, obviously. All three of the Dark Knight oh, movies. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. just comparing Just Marvel. Marvel. Okay. Behind <laughs> Civil War, Winter Soldier, Avengers, maybe even Avengers 2. Iron Man movies were all good, but I haven't seen them in a while, so I just don't really remember much about them. But it was a good movie. I'm not, like, rushing out to see it again. It's like that that meme that I sent you, though, I think is 100% true. Doctor Strange, great visuals, no story, four out of five. Right. Batman versus Superman, great visuals, no story, one out of five. Like, well, but I'm you not, can't compare the visuals in the two. Well, no. No, I mean, like, art direction, all that yeah, other stuff, yeah. right. But that's why when I when I saw and I joke about Inception too. But that's when I looked at all the previews and stuff. I was like, okay, this is just this. Like I did see this already, and it's Inception. Yeah, I mean, I know it's not, but Inception right. it damn near was a, a superhero movie. It was pretty close, you know. Right. I mean, we don't need to go off on a big tangent here, but DC suffers and will probably continue to. I mean, eventually it'll all level off. They're basically saying, okay, Marvel, you started building your universe <coughs> seven or eight years ago, whatever. Gosh, We're just going to jump in and basically say, here's our Avengers. Like, they they should have gone right. Man of Steel, the Batman. Man of Steel 2, the Batman 2. Show that they're in the same right. world. They just tried Build to up to the jump. fact that, that Batman is like, what? This guy could kill us all. <clears throat> right. Do four movies, then do Batman versus Superman. You would care about spoiler alert: the death of Superman. Right. You would be rooting more for either Batman or Superman. Right. 
we could probably see Batman. We could we could have seen the death of Robin. We could have seen jo- like yes, right. they I agree hundred percent. They went zero to a hundred. Right. They just tried to play without shifting up gears over or like anything. One movie. Yeah. Um. But again, I'm not breaking any new ground here. I've seen it written a hundred times. I've already kind of covered it. You can make your arguments about Batman versus Iron Man and Superman versus Captain America and all these. But the DC villains Marvel still has not had one good u- villain. They don't have any. They have nobody. The one they have is Thanos and he's a copy of Darkseid. Right. Well, and well, I shouldn't say I should say these Marvel comics the X-Men has the best villains and they're not even right. included in this universe. From, and yeah. and Spider-Man and now Spider-Man is there. Yeah. But we're going to get Vulture in the, the Homecoming. I'm like, I don't give a crap about yeah. whatever. So, I don't know. Bottom line, it's a good movie. If anybody out there hasn't seen it, see it in 3D. Even if you aren't big on the whole 3D thing, like, I I don't get it. I just, to me, it adds nothing. It's all Avatar's fault. I wish, in hindsight, I wish I would have seen this in 3D. I think this would have been the one movie <laughs> would you see it again? that would have been worth it. I don't know. If all of a sudden you come around or dad or somebody gonna... wants to see it again, right. I would say, yeah, I'll go, but I would see it in 3D. But I'm not going to go out of my way to see it again. Yeah. But if you haven't seen it, see it in 3D. I th- I think it would totally be worth it. Okay. One other thing before we get into the rest of it. Like I said, birthday weekend, we had a lot of fun. Went to the rec room. We reserved our living room. Love the rec room. Just for the four of us. Me, you, just and the women the folk. Four of us. We can make... <coughs> Not even going there. Oh. So there's this place called the Rec Room. You probably heard us talk about it before. It's where Sean won trivia. We're the guys for with uh, nerd nerd nine hundred one guys and pens and pixels. Um, wait, what did I say? Pixels and paper. Sorry, <laughs> pens and pixels is somebody. It's another podcast on SoundCloud. Shout out, you guys follow us. Thank you. Um, but they they let you rent a living room, which is just like three couches, and then they got a big projector where they put the game you you can rent basically any system you can think of and they put it up on the big screen we rented the playstation 2 yep because my playstation 2 i sold a long time ago before my backwards compatible ps3 broke and i had to get one that wasn't backwards compatible and we played some street fighter 2 we we so we got the capcom i've got the capcom cast cap capcom, capcom classics classics collection yep. Street Fighter 2, Street Fighter 2 Champion, Street Fighter 2 Turbo. We just played Street Fighter 2 Turbo. I, I when I went because back, why not? Yeah, when I looked up reviews of it and stuff, people were saying, "Well, there's load times and they just changed some of the sounds, which it we couldn't literally really hear loads the sound. before battle for like a quarter of a second." Yes, it says and now it looks, loading and then it's gone. Now again, we're not looking at an awesome like CRT TV or something it was made for. We're on a huge. It's probably like a hundred feet by hundred feet. Not really, probably fifteen by fifteen. I would say is the screen yeah, something probably. like that. But to me, it looked arcade perfect. Uh, we played Final Fight a little bit. Forgot how much fun that game was. And how much it was. I don't know the timeline. Final Fight came first. Okay. Then Streets of Rage is a clone of Final Fight. Even some of the enemies. Completely, they're just like, oh, I'll just take this guy. Right. The this guy with the with mohawk the, with the Yeah, with the jacket. And he's got his symbol. back to you and yeah. he's doing I this. Mean, yeah. Yeah. But we had a lot of fun. Played Monopoly. I won. I was almost. So Mario Monopoly. Mario Monopoly, which was a little confusing at first, but that was a lot of fun. I was almost so. Um, imbibed that I'd forgotten that I won, <laughs> and I only had three properties, and I won Monopoly. You had you. Had I the just right got ones. the right ones. I, I I put the castles up on there and everything. It was it was so much fun. That was that was my perfect birthday. Um, a lot of fun, a lot of fun. Is it? Is, is that, what else did we play? We didn't do the Intellivision. Oh, what did you think of Third Strike? We 
this is, I think it's the first time you've ever played Street Fighter 3. We also had the Street Fighter Anniversary Collection that I brought, which is Street Fighter 3 Third Strike, and then the Hyper Street Fighting Collection. And we played that a little bit, too, where you can pick any Street Fighter character from any game and match them up against another one. Yeah. It was good. I mean, I've said it before. I'll say it again. I love being a I was going to say, where, why does this sound so familiar? <laughs> um, no. All fighting games are pretty much the same, especially all fighting games. I mean, Street Fighter Three, it was cool. I like the way it controlled and the way it played and all. It's really pretty. Yeah. I just didn't have enough time to... First of all, the characters suck. Mm-hmm. Outside of Ken, Ryu, Ken, Ryu Chun-Li. Akuma, Chun-Li. That's right. Akuma's in Third Strike, too. Yep. And a couple of people that came back in Street it. Fighter Four, but nobody... Yeah. Um, the characters suck. And... I couldn't. I don't think I pulled off a single super move. So I don't know if, or no, I think I did one. I just don't think I got it. I'm <laughs> like, so you get to choose between three, and then it's like sometimes the one I would choose, I would do it, but it wasn't like a super move. It was just like instead of a fireball, it would shoot like a fire fireball, and it would just take a little bit of my meter. Like it wasn't a true super. Oh, that's move. like so, a. Oh. I forget what it's called in Street Fighter Five. It's like a. But was that oh, not I my forget. super move? Was that just a? Di- is that not what I chose from that list? No, that was just those are like in Street Fighter Five. You can do I forget what they're called now. Your your Y your V skill attack where you can do just one of your special moves, but it'll take away like a quarter of your bar. Okay. But it, it yeah, like a, makes like it, a, a better version. Uh, not a super fireball, but not a Shinji yeah, yeah, yeah. Shinji Hadouken or whatever, but like a better Hadouken. Yeah. I don't know. It's uh, to me, I think four is still the best. I mean, two's got the yeah, two's two. It's better. Four is better than five. Four is better than three. I would put three probably <coughs> somewhere between four and five. Maybe a little below five, but I think if I played it more, I'd like it better than five. But the, I can't get past the cast of characters. It's terrible. You just got no relation to any of them. You don't. I, yeah, I don't care about. It's one thing. I'm not saying you should like Street Fighter Four. They just made Street Fighter Two. Next gen. Like, they took every character from Street Fighter 2. Right. And I'm fine and with I, that. Well, but I'm saying you don't have to do that. But give us more than just, like, in the original Street Fighter 3, I don't think Ken was even in it. Correct me if I'm wrong. I think it was just Ryu and Chun-Li. Yeah, like, they didn't no even idea. have Ken. That's or maybe bad. they did or they didn't have Chun-Li or something. But I'm like, you got to give people something to connect to. Right. Yeah. So, I don't know. It was fun. It's. I think it fun. if I could play it a little more and got the feel of. But that's how all fighting mechanics. games. You've really got to like. You got to sink your teeth. They're they're almost like role playing games, not at all, but they are. Like you have to sink time into them. Right. Yeah. yeah. Like we forget because we can just pick up Street Fighter Two and play it. How many hundreds of hours did we sink into that game to get to where we know we can just pick it up and play it and we can do everything we want to do? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So <laughs> I enjoyed it. It's a good time. Oh, excuse me. Other than PlayStation Two, you've been playing any games this week? I played, um, I didn't finish Batman episode three like I wanted. <sighs> the only thing I think I played, so far I'm not really a fan, is Everybody's Gone to the oh, Rapture. crap. I still got to download that. You're not a fan? It's very much a walking simulator, except it's so, it's not like Firewatch where they kind of tell you where, to, you can go for the most part wherever, but they kind of say, go here, here's a map, right. you figure it out. Or Find this box, here's the code to open it's like, it. Okay, you're in a you're house. In a house. And Most of the all doors the doors are, are locked. locked. Yep. It kind of holds your hand. This is just, you can go wherever. They have, so 
I won't spoil too much for you, but you basically relive, as far as I can tell, you're basically witnessing like flashbacks of like the people that used to be there and you just see them in like balls of light. And so eventually, you know, sometimes you'll see a ball of light and it'll be flying around and then it flies. And you're like, ooh, it kind of went go that, that way. house. Oh, okay. So you go over to that house and you see some more story. But it's, you don't get to see any people, at least as far as I've been. Well, because everybody's gone to the rapture. Because everybody's gone to the rapture. And so all you see is these like light ball representations of the people. And so all you know them by is like their voice. And if you have the subtitles on like their name, but it's so hard to keep everybody straight. Hmm. And like, wait, this guy's saying that, is that the same guy that was back there? Or no, that was so-and-so. I can't keep everybody straight. And it's just, it seems like it's so open that I don't know if I'm following the story <coughs> correctly. Like I'll just wander and all of a sudden I'll trigger like another conversation kind of thing. And I don't know. I have no idea how far I am. Mm-hmm. I could be, 10% of the way through the game, I could be 90% of the way through the game. I have no idea. It's not... Honestly, at this point, it's behind Gone Home for me. Way, I mean, well behind Firewatch, obviously. It's worth... I mean, try it. You, yeah. might, you may like it. But I don't need to rush. I don't feel like I need to rush out. No, but... Yeah, that's all I've been playing. I'm not a huge fan right now, but... Maybe something cool will happen with the story. Right. All of a sudden, I'll be like, oh hmm. my god. But, yeah. I'll finish it for sure, but what about you? You've been playing some Zelda? I played Twilight Princess HD, and I beat it. Oh. Last night. Wow. I was like, I'm beating this freaking game. I was so tired. I'm still tired today. All right. So when we last left, you had just beaten the ice temple thing. Yep. So next was the Temple of Time, and I texted you as soon as I got there. I was like, wait a minute. Temple of Time is a dungeon in this? Holy crap. Because just yeah. walking in there felt so nostalgic epic and yeah. yeah like and then i remembered one thing i'd sent you one of those you've heard us talk about a lot on here did you know gaming videos where i was like did you know this that like the guy the shadow thing you fight to learn hidden skills and stuff i only did two by the way i did the backslash and the shield there's, there's like seven of them or something. there's six i just six okay i was like i don't, I don't want to be a wolf so even if i see it th- i just whatever i obviously i didn't need the other skills so i don't even know what right yeah the shadow thing you fight to learn oh, things. Oh, that that's Link from Ocarina of Time, supposedly. I didn't know that. Well, I sent you the video, and you're like, "Oh, I thought I had. I thought you had said you had heard it or something." This was like a year ago or something. Oh, well, then. Maybe, but supposedly, but. the guy you learned that from that that is the Link, the hero from, of time. That is the hero of time from Ocarina of Time. I don't this know if it is like or isn't. From Shigeru, or this is just some fan theory or something? No, no, no. That they, I think, I got to go back and watch it, but I'm pretty sure it was either confirmed or almost confirmed. I definitely want to, I don't know how I'm going to do it, short of just borrowing this from you. I was going to say, I definitely want to play through it again. I might let you just borrow it, because until Breath of the Wild comes out, I don't really, I don't know that I need to play this. But anyways, so Temple of Time, you get the Dominion Rod in there. Which does... That's where you you zap the statues and then you drag them around and stuff. That's what that whole half the level was getting the rod. The other half was getting out using the the statues to position them to either jump across things or open things. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That was cool. I really liked that. Really liked the temple time. Then you fight Goma, Armo Goma at the end. And again, none of these boss fights were difficult. In this game. Yeah. Um, 
but it was fine. Then I realized you you would um, you stunned him. Oh, you shoot him in the eye, obviously, because it's going. You shoot him in the eye. He falls down next to one of the big statues. You use your rod. You open up you, the statue, wakes up, and you go, bam, and it comes down with a fist. And you do that like three times. Then coma's dead. Yeah. After that, then you got to get up to the city in the sky. But to get to the city in the sky, you've got to go. And I wrote this down here. I had to get the invoice from, I had to go talk to Telma, get the invoice for the doctor, take the invoice over to the doctor. And he's like, well, I don't know about that, but there was a, there was a, a statue that was worth some money. You can go find that. Then I had to find the scent because he said the statue was here or something. Then I have to find the scent for the statue. I then have to use the scent to find the statue. I then have to take the statue back to Ilya or what her name, whatever her name is in Kakariko Village. Show that to her. Then she's like, oh, my gosh. And then I get the charm. Then once you have the charm, you take it back to somebody. Or you do something, and then you get the book. And then the book is missing six letters. And then you go down to where the, the dead cannon, you, you, you move the statue. Because then your rod comes back to life. You move the statue. And then it's like, there's the cannon. Oh, but it's not. I got to do something. Or no. Then, no. That was before. So then, <laughs> then you take notes. <laughs> then you have to go around to find the six letters. There's yep. six things around the map. You do that, then you go back, you move the statue, then you have to teleport the cannon to the clown guy who's like, and he fixes the cannon for like 300 rupees. I think it was a ripoff. I said no the first time, thinking I could get a discount, right. no, it was still 300. <laughs> then finally, you get up to the city in the sky, which I did not like. I don't even remember it. it it's outside parts and inside parts. All the outside parts, wind was blowing like crazy. Um, you had to equip the boots and stuff, obviously. I kept thinking I was going to get a super claw shot at some point. You don't. You get the double. You get the dual claw shots here. And this uh, had puzzles okay. where you would have to like... And then... Yeah. Which was fine, except when you got to the big like spin around things where you'd hook onto it and you're waiting and you're waiting for it to turn around. And then there's one you got to hit that's like far away. And you've got like a split second where you... To where line it up and then... I wanted to just throw if my you controller miss, you and break it. it. Yes. All the way around again. So that was very annoying. Uh, then you had to fight, what was his name? I wrote it down. Ag- Agarok, the, the big dragon thing. Yep. It's a pretty cool fight where, um, I don't remember what the first phase was, but the second phase, you go up to the top of the towers and you the, the P-hats were flying around. You had to get all the way behind him and you hookshot it onto him and you hit him and he's breathing fire and stuff. That was a pretty cool boss fight. So then I had all the things, and then it was time to go to the Palace of Twilight. So I go to the Palace of Twilight. And that started with the soul puzzles. And I don't mean soul like your soul. I mean soul like the sun, where you had to get the soul from over here, bring it back out, and put it in the hole, and then do it on the other side. Put the soul in the hole? Put the soul in the hole. Except then you got the basically the wall monsters, but it was Sant's hand going... And it's tracking you the whole way back. And you'd have to like you'd have to put the soul in the hole and you'd you have to like pay the troll toll. And the stairs would come up and you have to go up the stairs, get to a real piece of land, and then you'd have to hook shot the the ball thing, grab it, run to the next room, and do these kind of puzzles. I, I really liked it. It was fun. A little stressful, but it was fun. And then you get your your sword gets infused with light or whatever the hell it's called. Um and <laughs> I mean, light, obviously. Light or whatever that stuff's called. (laughs) Light's called light. But so then you can, like, get rid of the shadows and stuff like that. I I really love that. But then you get to the Zant fight, 
which I was wrong in my prediction. Thank you for not spoiling it for me. He was not Ganon. Right. He was imbued with power from Ganon, apparently. Um, do you remember this the, the Zant boss fight? That was really cool. Not off the top of my head, but... It's, I think, six different phases from six different boss fights or mini boss fights you've had throughout the whole thing. Okay, that sounds So the familiar. first one, you're like in the forest, and you've got to... Um, you got to hit him with a boomerang, the 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 wind boomerang, knocks him down. You hack him, and then you go. Um, gosh, I can't remember what they were. One of them was the monkey thing where he's jumping on all the different things. You got to roll into it, knock him down, hack him. There was the uh, the Snow Peak ruins fight again where he gets huge and he drops down, hit him with the ball thing, and then he gets super small and he jumps around. You got to go hack him. He's like the size of a mouse. I really like that boss fight. That was cool. Then we get to Hyrule Castle. I've done a lot in the weeks. This week. Like, I was like, I'm so close to beating this game. I want to beat it before the next podcast. And Hyrule Castle was really short. So you had the two outside areas where you went over here and you would have like the yellow. It wasn't the normal twilight wall barrier things. It was like the yellow ones that would come down. You get ambushed and you have to fight them. And you go to another area um, to get a key and get the compass or whatever. Then you go on the other side. Uh, you got the, the archer shooting from the towers. And you get to ride on one of the big uh, warthog things and break barriers. And then you get another key and go inside. It was very short. You had to fight a whole bunch of dark nuts in there. I think I fought... One time you had to fight two at once, which that was interesting. I just Z-targeted the one and I kept jumping. I kept like circling around until he would swing and I'd knock his armor off. Right. And I'd get hit by the other guy. I was like, I just got to focus on one of these guys. So four or five of those, then you get there and you get to the Ganon fight. So first, Zelda's a puppet. I kept thinking that I had to use my shield to just knock it back at her because she would shoot the beam. I'm like, of course she's going to shoot a beam because this is how every friggin' Zelda game ends now. And then Midna's like, no, you need to use your sword, (laughs) dumbass, because it's got light in it. I'm like, oh, yeah, duh, okay. So then I would do that. Seems like I had to reflect that more, way more than like an ocarina. Like, it went back and forth seven, eight times sometimes, it seemed. Yeah. You you wouldn't have to hit her with your sword. You would just do that, and then she was stunned, and then she came out of it. So then the second fight, second part of the fight was Pig Ganon, which was whole. When he when he turned into, like, Beast Ganon or Dark Beast, I think they called him, I was like, holy crap, this is awesome, because he's freaking huge. And at first, you shoot him with your arrow, and he falls down, you slash his belly. You do that twice, and then if you shoot the arrow, he disappears. And Midna's like, oh, why don't you turn into a beast, too? And it took me forever to figure out what I had to do, because he would run at you, and then it would say, push A. Push A, and he'd just, bam, and he'd knock me down. And I finally did it at the right time, or held it, or something, where it was like way back in the very beginning of the game when the goats are on the loose, and you're Link, not Wolf Link, but you're Link, and you have to wrestle them. You grab him and you pull him down. You did that, and then you bite his belly. In. Oh yeah. So then, from that, then you uh, you warp outside because Midna sends you out, and she like turns in her big scary spider thing to fight Ganon. And the castle like blows up or something, and you're out in the field. And then here's Ganon, and he's got Midna's mask. And even then, I was like, "You son of a!" I'm like, no, first off, she's not dead, but you're you're supposed to make me think she is, and I'm mad at you." So he's Ganondorf again. On horseback, Zelda warps you somewhere, and she tells you, oh, look, I've got light arrows. And I thought I was going to be like, I thought I was going to have to hit him. But you just run after him, and she shoots the arrows. That wasn't that bad. And then you run up, and you hack him. Then you get to the final, final fight, which I loved. And this is probably going to be controversial. 
I kind of think I like it better than the Ocarina of Time final fight. I'm sure I'll remember when you start talking about it, but I remember the one, I mean, I've beaten Ocarina literally 10 to 15 times. Right. I've beaten Twilight once, and that was probably 10 years ago. Nine and a half, anyway. I remember when I got to the end of Twilight Princess, I remember that fight against Ganon, or Ganondorf, being like, this is what a Link versus Ganondorf fight should be. I don't remember much about it, but I remember that it was, was my thought about it. Well, then I won't spoil it too much because you should just borrow this and play through it. Or at least you could load up my save and you're at Hyrule. I, I forgot to save it right before him, so you have to go through the castle, but whatever. Yeah. It is mano a mano, you and Ganondorf, both with a sword, and you have to hit him about a million friggin' times yeah. before he finally dies. And it was just so cool because it wasn't you versus Beast Ganon, and he's 20 feet tall and all this stuff. Right. It was you versus Ganondorf, the Prince of Thieves, or whatever. That's Robin Hood. <laughs> <laughs> Ganondorf, Prince of Thieves. What was? What is he, the Prince of... Is it just the Prince of Gerudo or something? Prince of Darkness. Prince of Darkness, yeah. Not Thieves. No, that's Satan. But it wasn't or something with thieves. The Gerudo... Thick as thieves? No, that's a dashboard confession. <laughs> Anyways, it's a great fight. So much fun. I absolutely loved it. It wasn't frustrating at all. It was challenging, but not frustrating at all. And it was very fulfilling when I beat it. So you beat it. Then Midna turns into the, the pretty alien thing that she is. And she's like, okay, bye. And I'm like, this is over? <laughs> bye, bye. And then you go through all the credits. And then you get you go back to the Twilight Mirror. Do you want me to say this, or do you want to yeah, go for it? I mean, I've seen it. it. Okay. You I get back to the remember. Twilight Mirror, and then she destroys the mirror, and Link's like, uh-huh, because that's all he can say is, uh-huh, because uh-huh. at first she was like, I'm sure we'll, or Zelda was like, I'm sure we'll see you again. That's open, blah, 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 whatever. And then she breaks it, and she goes back in, and I'm like, well, that's that. And then that was the end. Yeah. The ending is just, it's fine, but. And then you see all the kids get back together and they go back to the forest and everybody's happy. I mean, it's a typical Zelda ending and everything, but really, really, really like this game. It's not Ocarina of Time. It's not better than 1-3 or Worlds, I don't think. But it's not. But that's like, I just named four games to me that are 10 out of 10. You right, know what I mean? Yeah. I'd say this is like a 9.5 out of 10. Yeah. You know, the wolf stuff was fine because it was kind of like Link Between Worlds. The one thing that worried me about that was... The, the painting the stuff. stuff yeah. And that was fine because it, it was puzzle solving, just like the wolf ended up being puzzle solving. Right. After you got past the initial thing where you had to be the wolf for all these long stretches and stuff, those parts I did not like. But once we got to it, and like you said, the thing with Twilight Princess is it's, it's not like the top-down Zeldas or even Ocarina where it's like, you beat this, now you go beat that, now you beat that, now you beat that, where there's a, there's lot, a lot of stuff, of stuff in the stuff middle. In between. As you got towards the end, other than the thing where I was like, you get the invoice and you do this, the other than that, thing. it was like, bam, 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 bam. And that's why I was yeah. like, I'm going to beat this. I was playing it two or three hours a night. Oh, my final save when I loaded up before Hyrule Castle was right at 37 hours, and I think it took me two hours to beat it. So wow. I think it was right at 30, 38 and a half or 39 hours. Of course, if you count the ending, that added on like 20 minutes. Yeah. yeah. So it's probably 38 and a half hours. <clears throat> and I looked it up on how long to beat, because I remember I talked about it forever ago when I first bought it. The average was 37 hours to do the main story. Oh. Okay. So you were right there. Yep. 
That's longer than I remembered. I missed out on five heart containers because I never find all the heart containers. <laughs> so I had 15. But I mean, 15 hearts. And I had I ended up with all four bottles. And they all had some kind of medicine in them. I'm like, I don't. I don't. Right. Yeah. And I didn't yeah, use any. Of, and I finished the game with all four of them full. I'm like, I don't, I don't need this. Yeah, I think if I, or when I play through it again, when I played through it the first time, I don't know if I 100%ed it. But I, at the very least, learned all the abilities, got all the heart <coughs> containers. I know in Ocarina of Time, there were some things you could do. I don't even remember how you do it, but you can do something where you can like get a cow. That yes, you get like to infinite, get milk, like lon lon milk from. I think I did that. You I didn't must do. Have I didn't. That. No, I've done it, oh, but okay. I didn't do that my first time through. That was one of the things I've done, like maybe once or twice. I don't remember it being very difficult. It just it's nothing I care about, like. And then one time I said, I'm going to do everything possible in this game. And I did that. That's what I'm going to do. This, it seems like, yeah, I'm not going to go spend hours searching for heart containers. Because I remember it's not a very difficult game. <coughs> I don't, it'll be like when I play Oceanhorn again. I'm not going right. to go do all You can these. beat Oceanhorn in eight hours. Right. Yeah. So when I play through it, I'll just try to beat it. And I'm not going to spend a whole lot of time doing all the bonus stuff. So that's what I was going to tell you. I don't know if this is good for you or bad for you because I don't remember if he's still on your team, but Jimmy's got two touchdowns tonight. Yeah, and I've actually got a point. Is he on your team still? Yeah. Okay. And he's starting. He's six yards away from going over 100, which will get me bonus points, and I actually might pull this off and somehow stay alive for the playoffs. What's awesome is I I signed Alan Hearns, got me zero points. He got a concussion in the first quarter. Yeah. I was going to just go because everybody else is on buys. I only had two receivers. I was going to be like, whatever. But I'm like, no, for the integrity of the league, I need to sign somebody. I signed him instead of Antonio Gates. Antonio Gates had 70 yards and a touchdown. If I would have signed Antonio Gates, I would have won my game. But I still got a chance. But now Jimmy Graham will do absolutely nothing in the second half, and I will end Mm. up losing. But it's possible. 45 minutes in, you want to get to the news of the week? Yeah, we probably should. Not a whole lot to talk about. That's why I knew this was kind of a light news week. Um, I knew I was going to want to talk about Twilight. I hadn't even told Sean that I beat Twilight until right now because I wanted to save everything for this, but really love that game. Uh, news of the week, not even really news, but there are so many first-person shooters out right now. Of course. And I wonder if we finally – I don't know if the shark has been jumped or if we're just kind of water skiing towards that joker, but I, I think we're getting close. Call of Duty came out Friday. Metacritic right now is at an 80 the user score is at a 3.3. That's interesting. That's me. on PlayStation 4. 2.6 on the X-Bone and 2.4 on PC. PC I can understand because did you hear what they did? I mean, you got the rundown, but if you bought the game through the Windows 10 store or whatever it is, you can't play with anybody who bought it through Steam. There's already this like a fraction of people playing this as there is on consoles because it's mostly a console game. But PC gaming is supposed to be so great. I know. They got to update their drivers, and then they got to buy the game twice. Uh, Why would you fragment your user base? I just don't. I don't understand that. I'm sure. I don't know if it's a Microsoft thing or a Steam thing, or if it's just an Activision thing, and they just suck. But yeah, horrible. But we always just assume Black Ops or Black Ops Call of Duty is going to sell 500 million copies every year. It's just going to do that. UK sales for the first week are down 50 percent from what Black Ops Three was. Holy crap! Now. There's no last gen this time. So it's just Xbone, PC, and PlayStation 4. But if you take out last gen, it's still down 44%. Now that's just the UK, but it's the UK. Like, right. It's not like we're just talking about in Idaho, it's down 
Yeah. Very interesting. I'm interested to see what these sales look like when it's all said and done. We haven't, as the time we're recording this, I don't think we know any sales detail for the U.S. yet. But it's very interesting. Also, Titanfall is <coughs> done. Some reports were saying that its sales in the first week were a quarter of what they were for Titanfall 1. And Titanfall 1 didn't even have a PlayStation 4 version. Right. Yeah, that's not good. Why would you go, if you're EA, here's Battlefield 1, and then a week later, here's Titanfall 2? Yeah, that was stupid. That was dumb. Like, you sent it out to die, and it died. The crazy thing, 90 on Metacritic for Titanfall 2. People love this game, but no one has it. And eight user score, 8.5, compared to 3.3 for Call of Duty. Yeah. The sales are so bad that one analyst is saying, as good as Battlefield 1 did, Titanfall is doing just as bad, and it's going to completely wipe out their profit margin from how well Battlefield 1 did. That sucks. Wow. I don't know why. I mean, how wh- how stupid. Why wouldn't you just hold I, it? Like, I can understand you couldn't put it out in July or August because it wasn't done. I get that. And you want to get it out before Christmas, and you want to, like Colin and Gray were saying, they must have just said, we're going we're gonna to take the fight, and I think they actually might have said it that they're going to take the fight to Call of Duty. We're going to put out Battlefield 1, and then we're going to put out Titanfall 2. They're both going to come out two weeks before Call of Duty does, and we're going to kick Activision's butt. No, you kicked your own butt. Yeah. People are going to buy Call of Duty no matter what. And if you give them Call of Duty space or Titanfall, like if you, they're going to pick Call of Duty, and they pick Call of Duty. Sounds like that game is so bad, they should have just called it Call of Duty. You know, did I tell you that story? I don't think so. At first, before we ever thought about doing this, I was like, I'm going to start a YouTube channel, and I suck at Call of Duty. So my first, like, set of videos was going to be Call of Duty, (laughs) and it's just going to be me sucking at Call of Duty and getting my butt kicked. (coughs) Battlefield 1 seems so far like it's the clear winner. It's an 88% on Metacritic, 8.5 user score. The first week player count was double what Battlefield 4 did at launch. <clears throat> so it's 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 doing gangbusters. But my question is, do you think this is finally the tipping point? Is this when is this when the tide finally starts to turn away from Call of Duty? Now the, the uh, thing is like Battlefield's not going to come out every year. Whereas Call of Duty they got three studios working on it. They each take 3 years to make a game. It comes out every year. Right. Battlefield's not going to do that, but is this where we finally start to see, okay, Call of Duty kind of does just do this, and it just, sales go down, everybody's kind of over it. What do you think? I don't think it's going to happen. I mean, call me a hater. I know I'm a hater. I, I don't care. To me, all first-person shooters are basically the same game anyway. So why would one that did slightly wor- well not slightly i mean substantially worse right than its predecessors all of a sudden sink the ship they're going to come out with another game that's going to be just like the other ones with maybe like one or two new tweaks to it that the other games didn't have and people will still gobble it up for a genre that with every game that comes out they're all 90% the same game and they all for the most part they all sell well this is it's not going to change anything i think it probably maybe won't. someday it will but i don't know not not this won't do it 
What's your favorite first-person shooter? Mine, I think... I, I love Call of Duty Black Ops 1. I love the story in it. Love the campaign. I love what they did with, with tying the Kennedy assassination and stuff into it. I love Black Ops 1. Never was a big Halo fan. Didn't really play Goldeneye. Modern Warfare was good. Modern Warfare 2 was amazing, but it was just more just over the top and crazy and all that. Black Ops was like, I think the best time, the the best they actually did at Activision in putting a story into Call of Duty was Black Ops. I think Black Ops is my favorite. Honestly, if I had to pick my favorite, don't say zero tolerance. No, I'm going. I'm going back far, but not that far. And it's one that it's almost. I mean, it is a first-person shooter in the actual definition, but Rainbow Six. The that first was one. so the first one. Yeah. yeah, that was not just run and gun and oh my god, there's somebody shoot, 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 and jump around and strafe left and right and jump yeah. and duck and just try not to get hit by bullets and keep shooting the whole time. It was yeah, it was very tactical. It's you form your team. Here's your map. You can have some people start over here. You can have some people over here. You can say. Yeah. Okay, when I give the command, breach that door and go I remember in here, you playing that like crazy on the PC. It was so cool, and it was somewhat realistic to where if you get <coughs> shot, more than likely it's one-hit kill. Yeah. Um, unless you just get shot in like, the arm or like the foot or something. But it was fairly realistic, and it was more than just... It wasn't just run and gun. Just fire, 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 and just jump and dodge. And like it was meant to be realistic, and it was... Oh, so cool. And at the time, the graphics were unbelievable. Somehow, on a crappy... I'm trying to think of what computer we had at the time. It was not a very good computer. It was a compact, I think. And this game looked... Uh, for the for time, the time, it looked yeah. unbelievable. That was just so cool. I've never had more fun playing a first-person shooter game in my life. I'm going to say Rainbow Six. I'll allow it. Good call. Outside the box thinking also. That's right. Today, if you didn't know... Well, again, we're recording this on Monday. Today was N7 day. Mass Effect Andromeda trailer launched. Looks to me like Mass Effect. I just don't, I just, I can't. It's too big. That's what she said. It's just, it's too much to take in. That's what she said. I just, if I couldn't get more than two hours into Final Fantasy VII, I'm not going to play this. I've never played any of the Mass Effect games, but what it kind of makes me think of, I may be way off base. I apologize. It makes me think of... It's basically a first-person <coughs> RPG. Well, you can play third-person. Yeah. But it's, a, it's, but it's, it's, it's like <laughs> Destiny meets Final Fantasy. So something. what it reminds me of... I mean, I've never played it, but what it makes me think of is like Fallout. And Fallout 3, game of the year all over the place. Four. I said, I'll get it. Yeah, Fallout 4. Yeah. Or Fallout 3. Fallout, Fallout 3. 3 was good. Fallout 4 sucked. I mean, but see, I didn't But I good, got but. Fallout 3, and I just... I oh, you did? Okay. Maybe I just didn't give it a fair shot. I barely got out of the bunker. I'm just like, this is just... I just... It didn't... It just the seemed like another... system and all that crap. It just seemed like another first-person shooter game that was made unnecessarily <coughs> complicated by trying to make it like an RPG and yeah. you can add, you can upgrade all these different things, and level up and get these new abilities. And I'm like, I already don't like first person shooters and this is not what's going to make them be good. Right. 
plenty of people love the game. Obviously, I don't get it. That's how I look at this. Yeah. I feel like the whole first-person shooter RPG hybrid just doesn't work. I, I know Mass Effect <coughs> games are supposed to be fantastic. Well, I just I just don't care. It's just crazy. Like, I'm watching Twitter today, and all I could think of was, like, memeing myself. Of just I didn't do it, but I'm like, everybody's freaking out over Mass Effect, and I'm over here like, okay. Like, I just don't. Yeah. Yeah. It's just not for me. No offense to you if it's for you. Obviously, no, it's huge. A lot of people gonna obviously sell, love it. It's going to sell tens of millions of copies. I mean, it's going to be huge. Uh, and they also announced, so the gameplay reveal is coming at the Game Awards. Maybe if I actually see the gameplay, not just a stupid CG trailer. Maybe that'll tickle my fancy or something, but I doubt it. Uh, so that's coming at the Game Awards in December. Uh, Mass Effect 2 and 3 are now backwards compatible on Xbox One. Again, shout out to Xbox One for the backwards compatibility. Yep. Really wish we had that. Yep. Friday... The NES, well, the Nintendo Entertainment System colon NES Classic Edition, the mini NES, comes out. Uh, if you haven't seen it yet, go back and watch the video we posted Friday. We make our predictions for what we hope will be the mini SNES coming out a year from now. They got to do it. Please, Nintendo, if you're watching this, just do it. You know they're watching this. They're, we know they're watching. I mean, we have millions of views. So for this weekend with the mini NES, we're just going to call it the mini NES, comes out. Nintendo's bringing back. The power line. That's awesome. So they're going full nostalgia. Now, it's not going to be staffed with real people. It's just recordings and stuff. But still, Nintendo is getting it. And that's why, even though I have questions about the Switch, I'm going to pre-order. I'm getting that thing. But I am very confident that they're going to nail it. It well, seems like, like they're getting it. They're, they're, which also gives me hope that maybe we And Zelda's going to be freaking amazing. I an think, SNES too. Mini. Mm-hmm. I, I think they're truly embracing this, and it's not that difficult. You put a little tiny hard drive in there, you put the oh, virtual so console games on there, off. and you're done. It's so easy to pull off. Like, Sell it for a hundred bucks. I'd pay a hundred bucks for a mini SNES. I don't care. Yeah, if the the NES is yeah. sixty, I'd pay a hundred for that in a heartbeat. With some wireless controllers, please. Thank yeah. you. By the way, we're gonna hopefully do an unboxing as long as we can get our hands on it. God, I hope we can. If that thing's sold out, I don't know what I'm gonna do. Because Amazon, be you still fine. can't pre-order it, but I think <coughs> it'll be fine. Um, yeah, thirty-inch controller, thirty-inch. It's a big controller. <laughs> I can't play games like this. Thirty-inch controller cord, ridiculous. No idea what they were thinking. Oh, just use a long HDMI cable. Screw you. That's stupid. Yeah, I should not have to do that. So we're excited about that. Also, the last thing we talked about Street Fighter Five, how it was disappointing and stuff. I might get back into it because Akuma is coming. That's awesome. Yeah. It's Akuma. I like I always liked Akuma. I always liked his uh forward light punch, light punch, medium kick, hard <laughs> punch, hard <laughs> kick thing. Just, yeah. Rather than just down and forward, down and forward, all three punches. I liked yeah. it. it was like four forward punch. Yeah. Yeah, whatever it was. I always liked Akuma. I just don't care about Street Fighter Five. No, I would like to get. I still never did the cinematic story mode. That's how disappointing that game is to me. I still haven't even fired it up to do that. Those three hours or whatever it is. Yeah, I'll get. I'll get through it at some point. That's it for the news of the week, and now it's time for the. (laughs) It's the back of the box challenge. If you didn't know what the back of the box challenge is, it's how we end the podcast here every week on the Two Player Co-op Podcast. It's a little game we like to play. What we do is we look at the retail release of a previous game. We look at the back of that box. 
We read the back of that box to the other player. We bleep out any pertinent information that would give the game away and make it too easy. Once we're done reading it, the other player can ask a few questions, however many really they want, and then we go from there, and they try to guess it and see if they can get the game. That is a back-of-the-box challenge. I think I have to go first. Did I? I feel no, you're first this time. Okay. <coughs> Again, sorry I'm coughing and stuff. I've been sick for a while. I've been insane in the memory. <laughs> uh, I didn't win Powerball on my birthday. That was depressing. Okay. But nobody did, so that makes me feel better. Ready? Ready. I'm going to turn this some sideways. Legend tells of two millennia ago, in the darkest reaches of hell, a demon swordsman named Blank awoke to justice. He awoke to justice? Okay. And rebelled against the devil to wage a one-man war to save the human world from damnation. Now, 2000, later, 2,000 years later, a dark figure named Blank finds clues that the devil is rallying to rise up against mankind. Who was Blank, and how does Blank fit into this gothic puzzle? Deep within Blank's blood lies the power of ancient demons and the key to defeat the hordes of the Dark Realm. Somewhere between a man and a demon lies our only chance for salvation. If he succeeds, Blank. <laughs> It'll make sense when I when I unbleep bleep it. Did I say blank? Yes. I meant bleep. <laughs> or do I say blank? Now I'm don't even remember. I don't know what you were saying. I think you were saying blank. <laughs> um, I don't know. Do we own this game? Don't think so. I didn't own it. I don't. I don't know that you did. You may have, but I. I, I don't know for sure. Is it a 16-bit game? Nope. Is it a? Is it a PS2 level system yes. game? Is it a PS2 game? Yes. Okay. I have no idea. Uh, is it made by your favorite gaming company? No. It's not Konami? Okay. <sighs> hmm. Were you thinking it was a Castlevania game? Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, well, now I've got nothing. <laughs> um, I don't even know what to ask. Um, I may have owned it, but you definitely didn't. I don't know if you owned it or not. I, I don't want to say that you didn't, because right. I just don't know. Yeah, right now. Ugh. Um, is it a action game? Yes. Oh. Well, damn. Oh, wait. <laughs> I know what's going through your head now. Is it Capcom? Yep. Do you play as Dante? Yes. Is it Devil May Cry? Yes. How how did you jump once I said action? It just because like Because I thought of, I guess, yeah, because I was trying to think of Castlevania, but then... Yeah, I guess once it was action, I immediately went to like button masher, you know, right. slash him up kind of thing. And I think I did own one of them well after the fact. I mean, how many came out on PS2? One and two. 
three. I think three was PS3 because that's when they changed his look and everything, and people got all pissed off. And then they did Devil May Cry four, which I think he went back to his old his old ways. I'm trying to think of what game. It almost reminded me of, unless I'm thinking, maybe I'm not thinking of Devil May Cry. It was a pretty cool game, and it almost reminded me of, it was like God of War meets meets Castlevania or something. It's like, instead of Greek mythology, it's like gothic. Gothic, yeah. I definitely owned one of them, but for all I know, it may have been, it may not even been on PS2. Yeah. But it was fun. I mean, it was very God of War-like. It's like you can, you kill and Combos and, and all kinds get, of stuff. Yeah, yeah. And you get stuff that you can use to, like, upgrade your weapons and learn new abilities and combos. And that was a cool game. I mean, that was, I don't want to disparage God of War by calling it a button masher. Better not. It's not. It's this not. game was a button masher. Oh, uh, okay. God of War, I can, I can see, yeah, it's not really a button masher. This game was a button masher. It was still fun, but it was... Yeah. The fact that I don't even remember which game I played tells you something. I enjoyed it, but I bought it well after the fact. Right. Now I'm curious which one it was. I would assume I would have just bought the first one, but... Right. Who knows? I missed out on them. I don't know how I didn't play these. I haven't even ever played it, unless I played it like at an EV or something one time. Yeah. I don't know. It's It's... It's fun. Babbages. Babbages. All right. Bring it. Okay. I don't remember what I picked. Oh, yeah. Okay. Blank. Oh, the last line was, if you defeat him, then the devil may cry. Oh. Oh, okay. I guess that makes sense. Yeah. Um, Blank blasts his way onto the blank for the first time. This epic adventure combines the best of classic blank action with enormous bosses, a riveting storyline, and all the depth of the hottest RPG. This is a 90s game. This has 90s written all over it. Explore Vlat... Vlat... Explore Vlat... Remix! Explore vast... 3D worlds in your quest to find the treasure of all treasures, the mother load. I think that's literally what it's called. You'll love the stunning 3D graphics, powerful weapons, and nonstop action. Unless, of course, you're a blank. That's so generic, but I'll bleep it out for now. Presentation. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And then there's some bullets. Should I read any of these? Uh, I will if I have to. If it's 3D, then it, it was this a 90s game? I don't think it was then. It sounds like it should have been. Uh, can I get a release date real quick? I'm going to guess it was 90s, but... But I mean, was it a PS1? Oh, no. No? 2000s. Wow. It has 90s written all over it. It's an Early action Early 2000s. This is a PS2... Herder. What, PS2 what, what is happening? PS2, Xbox 360 game? Uh, False. Is it a console exclusive? False. What? Early 2000s. 
Is it a PS1 era game? Yes. That came out late? PS1. Xbox 360. Xbox. No, Xbox was PlayStation 2. But it wasn't console exclusive. But as and it has said it had RPG elements or something? Yeah. Which I don't really remember, but... What else would it have come out? Did this also come out on the N64? It did. Technically, I'm reading the N64 one. I don't know if that helps, but... Uh, Konami game? No. Capcom? Yes. <laughs> Everything's either first party <laughs> Konami or Capcom from that era. Uh, uh, is this in the Resident Evil family? It is not. Do you fight dinosaurs? We've already you done do not. Okay, <laughs> we've already done one of those. Um, N sixty four. Wait, did you say it was a PS one game also, or just that era? It's also on PS one. A different. Mm, I don't want to say that. Never mind. Capcom. Do you know what it is? Listeners and viewers? Capcom. Can you read read some of that again? Uh, the first part. Blank blasts his way onto the blank That's for the first time ever. This epic adventure combines the best of classic blank action with enormous bosses, a riveting storyline, and all the depth of the hottest RPG. That that just sounds so like the nineties, <laughs> the hottest RPGs. Explore vast three D worlds in your quest to find the treasure of all treasures, the mother load. You'll love the stunning three D graphics, powerful weapons, and nonstop action, unless of course you're a boss. I guess that's fine to say. Well yeah, because then you're getting killed. Right. I I can't think of this. So early aughts Capcom game, PS One and N sixty four. Is this a well um, well reviewed game? Like, does it is it I don't thought of so. fondly? I don't think so. Capcom, <laughs> crappy Capcom game. It's not a Resident Evil game. Three D weapons. Shoot stuff, huge bosses. You're saying everything you should be saying. I know that, but <laughs> like, like Contra is Konami, correct? What the hell is like that? That has elements of all the hottest RPG. <laughs> oh, is this a series? Uh, did this series exist before this yes. and after this? Yes. Licensed? No. No. But it existed before. Wait. (laughs) Why does this question always confuse me? (laughs) 
give me a character's name and I'll tell you if it's licensed or not. This game... Was it based on something that existed before it was a video no. game? So it's not licensed. Okay. Yeah. I can't think of what this is. It's not like... Wait I guess, a okay. minute. Oh, wait. Not double my car. Okay, <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute. Um, all right, let me read some of these bullets. The first, oh god, I almost said it. the first blank game ever for the blank. I already told you what it is. Nintendo 64 with nonstop 3D action, new and improved 3D graphics and analog control, awesome weapons, diabolical bosses, legendary gameplay. An enhanced version of the hit release blank, which was the PlayStation 1. This is not a Resident Evil game. It is not. I have no idea. I'm, I, I can, I'm, I'll ask the question, but am I going to kick myself? You definitely know. I'll help you out here. You. I mean, it's not like it's a Final Fight game or something. No, no, no. You 100% know the series. This is probably one of the... Uh, no, it's not Maximo. No. That w- oh, no, that was Konami, but no. No, that was Cap... I mean, Capcom. Yeah. I meant to say Capcom. Um, no. You definitely know the series. This is one of the, I think, worst received ones. I mean, think of Capcom. Oh, Jesus. It's a Mega Man game. Mega Man um, Legends. I'll accept it. I was actually, I mean. Yeah. How the hell did I not, like, what else, Capcom, obviously. I mean, I was looking at the 64, which was just Mega Man 64. It's but yeah, I mean, Mega it's, Man Legends on PlayStation. God. Oh, sorry. I know everybody was yelling at me. I I don't know if you were around at the time. I never played any of those 3D Mega I Man rented games. this yeah. on N64, and I was not. That was not pleased. Hmm. It was just weird, and I screwed that one up. I don't remember being RPG like at all. Yeah, apparently it was. No, I, I can remember because I've heard Colin talk about it. Um, I think it did have elements from all the hottest RPGs <laughs> that yeah. all those wacky kids are playing. Yeah, I don't remember that at all. Oh well. Well, that, ladies and gentlemen, is been episode forty-five of the two-player co-op podcast. Again, you can find us. I'm Kevin White at Kevin White twenty-four on Twitter. He's Sean White. He's at Real Sean White. Together, we're two-player co-op at two-player underscore co-op. If you're listening to this on audio services, make sure you check out the YouTube channel. Uh, subscribe. We're on our way up to fifty thousand subs. If you're watching this on YouTube, make sure to check make out sure the SoundCloud you, channel. And and also, but if you're watching on YouTube and you haven't subbed yet, please do us a favor and hit that subscribe button down there. We could really appreciate that. We're trying to get to a hundred and then to a hundred thousand. Uh, but yeah, if you're listening or if you're watching this, like Sean said, check us out audio services around the globe, including I don't even remember SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, iTunes. Are we still on um, po- uh, Podomatic or something? No. Nah. We switched from that to SoundCloud. Nah. Okay. But anyways, yeah, check us out. Thank you guys so much for being here. And uh, we'll be back for episode 46. We're closing in on 50 pretty fast, and that's going to be fun. But Stay hey, tuned. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of Dear God. But until that, 
time next time. Not that time. Come back before 50. But until that time and the <laughs> next time, Sean, just end it. Thank you for playing. Cut. Woo! Oh, oh. damn. Get in right. there. Bye-bye.